Has the world become so sensitive that it's necessary to apologize to imaginary people who haven't yet gotten upset? Do we no longer assume that people aren't out to offend us? Are some people so focused on themselves they can't stand that everything isn't about them? We have opinions. And in this week's Year of Self-Care, keeping your immune system strong. And stay tuned till the end to hear about an exciting new project. Beltane ritual this weekend oh my god yes i mean i know technically technically it's not beltane yet but you're record you're filming it so you're recording it now yeah because we are filming this a month before beltane right and 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 by the time this episode goes up it'll probably be right around beltane oh yeah probably and we are filming it a month before beltane because i'm sending it to somebody that has to edit all the video and stuff because of, you know, and, it, and you're being all pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. And you're being all super profesh and having it filmed by someone who knows what she's doing and edited by someone who knows what she's yes. doing. Yes. In fact, we are filming the ritual, like, as a whole, right? Just right. flat out, like, you're there, you're watching the ritual being performed. But right. then we're going to go... And do certain parts over again for filming with close-ups and stuff. So it oh, can yeah. be edited together. So you have your coverage. Yeah, so it's going to be really, really cool. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really, really excited. I have not been this excited about something in a long time. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, because the last time you tried to do a ritual, you were trying to do it yourself and record it, and you were doing it in the garage, and you hadn't really been doing much recording, and you were so stressed out. Oh, it was I don't a disaster, think, I, and I gotta yeah, say, you hated it. the ritual itself that I had written was fabulous. Yeah. You can do it next year. But the filming was terrible, and I remember there was a listener... That was all excited about wanting to see that ritual. Oh, I think it was Jamal. Hi, Jamal. Yes. Yeah, so I am <laughs> sorry that you didn't get to see it. I haven't even seen no it. No one is going to see it because the filming was terrible, but the ritual was <laughs> fabulous. So if you're interested, email me and I'll send you a copy of the ritual. Oh, there you go. Like on text. But yeah, no, 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 oh no. God. You're not seeing the video. Oh my God. But I'm so excited, like, now that you've got, if if this all, if this system of filming and editing and everything all works out, then you can kind of have a whole thing in place so that you can do this all the time, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was, like, it's funny because I was, like, when I was over there earlier today rehearsing for it, yeah. 
you know, they were asking me, well, what was it like being in your coven? What was it like having this group of people? Right. And I hadn't really thought about it recently, really. But I had gone, you know, on my computer and looked at all these old pictures. Yeah. To show right. them. And I was like, oh, my God. God, I used to have like 20, 30, sometimes 40 people in my yard. Yeah. Every Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, like the oh, yeah. big ones, Beltane, Salwin. I'd have 40 people. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, how many times did I drive down to do Yule with you? I mean, yeah. there were so many people. And I would have such elaborate stuff involving the whole yard and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And well, seeing, you had the grove. Yeah, you had the most like, amazing yeah, the yard. pictures of yeah. all of us in our ritual garb and stuff. I was like, wow, I really missed that. Oh, so, yeah. oh you know, God. someday when this is all over, I will have that again here. Oh, sure, yeah. But, Speaking of, because since you're doing it outside, I was going to ask you how the weather is, but uh, I can tell it's breezy because your wind chime, of course, now it's being quiet, but while you were talking, (laughs) the wind chime was kind of going crazy. Is it really windy? Oh, God damn it. No, in fact, I had texted my friend across the street Uh yesterday, and I was like, I do not remember this horse shit. From when I lived in California before. Well, yeah. There there was barely weather before. Yeah, because I was like, what is up with this, like, hurricane force, freezing wind, <laughs> nonstop? Well, wasn't it last weekend you guys had hail? Or was that yes, two weeks ago? Yes. It was, yes. Yeah. I, I do not know what the hell is going on. Yeah, like, there's actual, because my memory, now granted, I only lived in San Jose for six years, but my memory was, like, nine months of lovely weather, and then three months of nonstop rain. But the nonstop rain was never a storm, it never rained really hard, it just rained constantly, and that's why you have, you know... Uh, mudslides and shit because in the summer everything catches fire and then in the winter all the all the the ground with no vegetation because it burned slides down the hill and that's just you know that's just the circle of life in northern california oh yeah but now they have actual fucking weather and people need air conditioning and shit and that's like i mean you you had to you had to convince your mom to install air conditioning in that house oh yeah because it was for the first time since the 50s yeah, and I was just like, fuck, I'm going to move back to Texas because at least I have air conditioning here because it's just as yeah. hot. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wouldn't live. I mean, I don't know how anyone ever lived. But then, I mean, I lived in a house with no air conditioning for a while. Uh, no air conditioning and barely any heat. But, you know, when you're in your 20s, you can tolerate. You know, we had rats and everything else. And it was, you you can, you can tolerate a lot more. But, like, imagine, like, living on the frontier. <laughs> oh, no. And no. not only not only having it be that hot where it is, you know, like, if you were in, like, say, the Phoenix area, like that part of the country, the people, the, the natives who lived out there. I mean, that's why they lived in, like, you know, Adobe, you know, because that's the only way to get anything remotely cool or, like, trying to live underground as much as possible. Because, God damn it. It's, it can get to be 120 out there. And it's not just that it's hot. It's that you're to, to live, you have to 
hunt or farm or, you know, you're out there being physical constantly all the time and it's 120 degrees. <laughs> Oh, and I know, and I know my mom always talks about, you know, how her parents migrated in like, you know, 1920. Yeah. From New Orleans to here. Oh, is that where they, they started in New Orleans yeah. when they came over from, yeah. where was it? From Italy, from Sicily. Well, I know, from Sicily, right? Yeah. I knew it was Italy, but. And then it was like, well, of course they fucking did because it's really fucking hot and horrible there. It's so humid. And you didn't have air it's a conditioning back then. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a goddamn swamp at the end of a big, huge river. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's not, it's not cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I apologize if I'm, if I'm, if I go a little spacey. I've been a little uh, out of my mind in the last few weeks. I can't go too far into it, but, uh. My dad fell down, and this is like the eighth time he's fallen down, Mm -hmm. but this time he, well, he's fallen down outside more than once and had to, like, crawl back to the house, Uh, because, you know, he lives all by himself, and, you know, especially this time, because he was in his backyard, and it's like, no one can, he doesn't have a fence, you know, luckily, if someone was on the street, they would have been able to see him going down the side street, but no one was out. And he had to crawl to a, like a an old broken chair, but luckily it was sturdy enough to pull himself up. But uh, you know, he just hurt for a while, and then and then we found out that he has a com- a compression fracture in his in his L three, and apparently uh, it went from twenty percent compression to fifty percent compression in the last couple of weeks. But and the that's last couple- because he's stubborn and he won't stay put. <laughs> well, no, he stays he stays put. But the problem is, uh, he's sort of living in a recliner, mm. and I do not. Even though he tells me that he reclines it all the way back when he's sleeping, all I ever hear is how well I didn't sleep well last night. I didn't sleep well last night. The thing is, I don't think he's laying down. I mean, he can't lay down in the bed. We've already, we've established that because he can't get in and out of the bed. He can't do it. So the recliner, which is like the power kind that lifts you up and everything else, uh, he's supposed to recline all the way back and sleep that way. Well, I think the further back he goes, it's, it hurts his back. But the thing is, he needs to get as far back as he can get mm-hmm. and then let the muscles relax because... I think I truly believe that the reason why the compression is even worse is because he's been sitting up 24 seven for weeks since the first x-ray. Oh, okay. Cause I thought that is because he was being too active. Oh, he's not active. Okay. I mean, if going to the bathroom is active, (laughs) well, you know, know. I mean, he, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's all these things he, well, the, one of the things that's making me nuts is, I mean, he's very stubborn. He's about to turn 90, you know, by the time this is out, he'll be 90. And he just, you know, he wants to be the tough guy and he wants to no, I can get up out of this chair. It's like, why did you pay a thousand dollars for a chair that lifts you? And not push the fucking button. Let it let it lift you up. Now, is this the same lifting chair that he bought for your mom and your mom got mad? 
Oh, no, because that one got thrown out a long time ago. Oh, this one, okay. <laughs> but he and I Mom, okay, that. yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Mom was, I don't know, 60? She was fucking fine. I remember that. I mean, I, you know, I should say it's like, you know, my parents didn't have kids until they were in their 30s. So, like, my mom's 60th birthday was the first time that she felt even a little bit old because her youngest was going to graduate from college. You know, so, like, you know, when she was 40, she had a toddler. When she was 50, her youngest was still in grade school. You know, so 60 was kind of a big deal. But, um... He got, he got, he paid all this money for this fucking chair that she didn't need. And it was, it was all, well, you know, because, you know, you're getting older. It's like, well, first of all, he's older than she is. And second of all, she didn't need it. And I mean, even when she had her hip replacement, she didn't need that shit. I mean, you know, mom was fucking bionic and you, and unstoppable. Oh yeah, but, but no, I remember that chair. And she, I remember oh, she, your she mom so being mad at it. But I remember I used to love playing in it. Well, so yeah, that's why. I would, that's like, why play around with it. I loved my it. My nephews <laughs> rode it like a ride. My nephews treated it like a like a carnival yeah. ride. And so it broke long before anyone actually needed it. Okay. So they got rid of it and they replaced <laughs> it with two identical lifty okay. chairs. And so, you know... Uh, Mom used hers and dad used his, but, and then like after mom died every once in a while, like dads would, you know, have to go into the shop for repairs and we'd just move moms over there and he'd, we'd switch them back and forth. But his, his new thing, and this is driving me crazy. And I was just over there today. He has figured out that he needs it to be all the way up. So that he can like back into it and make sure his butt is centered and mm-hmm. all the way back so that he doesn't have to scooch himself into position. That's smart. That's great. That's good. Here's, yeah. here's where he's stupid and stubborn. When he gets up out of the chair, he doesn't raise it up. He just gets out of it. So not only is he putting all this extra strain on his body to do that, but when it's time to get back in the chair, he has to lean down and pick up the remote and stand there all hunched over and push the button for the, you know, the three minutes it takes to slowly raise all the way up. Oh, that's right, because I knew, because, yeah, the chairs are really fucking slow. They move really slow, but that's so they don't hurl you across the room, you know? So he has to wait for it to go all the way up so he can scooch his butt back if he'd used it to raise himself up in the first place it would already be in position and he could just sit down but no and he keeps doing it and it it makes me crazy and i can't i mean i I, you know don't get me started about my sisters and how one of us will see a completely different person than the other ones will see. And, you know, and apparently we're all just fucking liars. And I don't know. You know, whatever. I know, but you know, uh, all I will say about that, (laughs) I have known you and your family for almost my entire life. A long fucking time. Pretty much. Pretty much. And I will say, what you see is right and what your sisters see is wrong. Pretty much. And I don't care that your sisters see different things from each other. They're wrong and you're right. And that's fact. 
they just uh they <laughs> they approach things they approach things completely differently like they want to treat i mean dad is you know they they treated mom like an invalid and mom was like oh my god get off me get away from me i can do my own shit you know mom gets up where are you going i'm going to go get a drink of water let me get it i can get my own i can get a glass of water no mom let me get it and then they're like follower in there and hover, and it's just like she was so pissed all the time because they wouldn't leave her alone. And she was just like, I'm okay. When I need something, I'll let you know. Dad, on the other hand, is very happy to be pitiful. I mean, you know, I don't want to say it's because he's a dude, but he is a dude. And, um, you know, he's a tough guy until it's inconvenient, and then he has to be a baby. Oh, because he's so sensitive. I remember yeah. your mom's service. Yeah. I tried to hug your dad. Oh, I didn't even see that. And, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was so uncomfortable. Oh. So uncomfortable. And I didn't say anything because I respect no. him a lot, you know. Yeah. But I'm just like, dude. And I've he's come a long for way. Fucking years, you know. But and he he's come so a long way from the way he used to be. And you know, that's I think I think I've told that story before. He still doesn't like now, me, though. It's not, it's not it's not a matter of not liking you. It has nothing to do with that. He's just generally not. He's not much of a hugger. I mean, it's not like he hugs me either. I mean, that's just. You know, yeah, but course, oh, the poor man. He was so uncomfortable when I tried to hug him. And as I was doing it, I was like, Oh no, why am I doing this? Oh, this was a bad move. <laughs> but I was just like, Okay, I'm in it. You know, it's, it's like you don't like you're you're already going in, like, All right, I gotta complete. Like, I, I gotta, so I gotta for finish him because he was like so uncomfortable. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That was a weird. Day. Oh my God! Speaking of family stuff, and I uh, know that we're not going to take a long time no, with this, but so you know, my aunt's burial was two weeks oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks yeah. ago, and yeah. I've talked about on the podcast about you know my cousins, your that cousins, I've been yes, you have problematic with, and the one cousin in particular who the last time who's a cunt i talked to her was i called her a useless cunt because quote, she is unquote. because she is because she is but i had to see her i had not seen her in yes because it was her mother who died a long yeah. fucking time like oh yeah not 20 years but almost oh yeah yeah and it was really, really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like we were getting out of the car and she was looking at me and she was talking to my other cousin. She was like, is that Pitney? Oh, God. She fucking knew who as, I was. As if she wouldn't recognize you. And plus, you're with your mother. Yes. You know, they all know who she you is. You know, but there sake. was like this weird thing and there was like this, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm I, fine. I wish people would just fucking be quiet and ignore me, then put on the fake bullshit. Because they think, what do they think I don't know? 
I know they uh, hate yeah, me. And Don't then talk at to the me. And I remember after, after the service at the end, it's like her sister who me and her, we, you know, we've made amends. Yeah. We're cool. We're never going to be friends. But we're cool but now. We've made amends. There's We've an talked. understanding. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But with me and her, with this cunt, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was literally at the end, I looked uh-huh. at her and I raised a hand. Like, <gasps> you see, like, in those old movies where the Indians would, like, raise the hand, like that, how? The you how gesture? Yes. Out? It was like that. And she oh raised God. her hand and there was like this this half smile on both of us and that was it. <laughs> like more like a smirk, like a, a across the room smirk. Like I acknowledge your existence, go away. Yep. Nice. And that's kind of a shame because we were like siblings growing up. But anyway, but that was yeah, the other major but... thing that happened in my life since we've done this catch-up thing on the show, you know. Well, considering my siblings and I were like siblings, too, that doesn't mean it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, you were not technically an only child, but you were because your actual siblings weren't in the house. They were long gone. But everyone I know who was an only child, they're always like, well, you really, you know, but they are your sisters. And it's like, you want some, you can have them. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be a bitch, but you know, yeah, but you God know, damn it. And th- there's then... there's reasons why I'm in therapy. <laughs> oh, girl, I know. And anyway, oh my God, but that was interesting, you know. And I felt guilt about it, and then I talked to a, another cousin about it. Yeah, and she was like, you know, you don't need to feel guilty. She's a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Cunt's got a cut. Yeah, exactly. The year of self-care. It may be a little late into a pandemic to talk about making sure your immune system is strong, but I bet back in 2020, you looked into this stuff and you were really careful for a couple months and then, you know, like we all do. But let's regroup and do what we can right now to help our bodies fight off all the nasty beasties. A lot of this is going to be food-based tips. But the number one thing is to deal with daily stress in a more healthy way. Breathing exercises, journaling, mindfulness stuff, we've covered lots of topics already this year that are about keeping stress from choking the life out of you. Getting more sleep is another big one. We'll do a deep dive on that soon. In the meantime, practice your breathing and relaxation exercises when you get into bed. See how that helps. And exercise. I know. We're going to go deep on that one soon, too. Just trust me, even a little exercise is better than none. Now let's talk about what you're putting into your body. Water. You need to drink enough. Every system in your body needs it. How do you know if you're drinking enough? Easiest way to tell is to look at your pee. You want it to be only slightly tinted yellow, like pale, pale yellow. It shouldn't be the color of apple juice and frothy like beer. Seriously, that's disgusting. Drink some damn water. Think it's impossible to drink enough water? Replace something you're already drinking with water. You'd be surprised. 
Also, we live in this magical time where they make all these little flavor drops you can put into water to make it less, I don't know, watery tasting? You have no excuse. Sugar. Eat less of it. I'm not saying no carbs. I'm not saying you need to go all paleo or some crap. Just pay attention. Stuff you're eating has added sugar for no reason, and you probably aren't even aware of it. Your body needs carbohydrates like sugar to function, but then there's a point where you have too much in your system, and that's when you get inflammation. Inflammation affects how your digestive system functions, and you know how your gut biome is a big part of your immune system. Killing off the good bacteria means you can't fight the germs coming to take you down. It's a whole thing. Inflammation messes up everything. I could talk for like an hour about it, but I won't. You're welcome. I'll save time on the rest by making a list. Healthy fats, olive oil, fish, avocados, nuts, grains, get those omega-3s, whole plant foods, green leafies, fruits, veggies. See? Easy peasy. So there's this thing, it's been, I mean, it's something that both of us have done it, but it's not our fault. Uh, It's something that it seems to be like a constant. Anytime anyone is talking, there's like a need to do this thing. And it's like once I started really thinking about it, now it annoys me so much whenever I see it. And the only, I I think I'm going to call it pre-apologizing for imagined offense. Uh-huh. Okay, so it's it's so hard to explain that I think what I'm going to do is give an, like, give an example. Like, I'm going to start talking and I'm going to do it, and then people will hopefully recognize what I'm doing. So, okay, so I'm me and I'm going to tell a story about my life, right? Okay, so let's say I'm starting off my story like... Okay, when I was when I was a senior in high school, I had a boyfriend, and he was the only boyfriend I had the entire time I was in high school, and it only lasted a few months. Now, I want to say here that I'm only talking about my experience, and I'm not talking on behalf of anyone else, okay? So then I went to college, and I didn't date anyone in college either, like no boyfriends the whole time I was in college, right? Now, that's just me. I'm, I'm not saying that nobody ever dates anyone in college and I'm not saying what's normal or whatever I'm just telling my story so then I graduate from college and I get my first apartment and it was months before I started dating anyone mostly because I was you know too busy trying to get a decent paying job and I wasn't really going out because I couldn't afford it and again I'm only talking about me and not about other women or men for that matter I'm not telling anyone's story but my own so, do you kind of see what I'm talking about? Oh this, my goodness, okay. and 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 I did that in the last episode of the Bitch and Boutique. Well, not the last one, two episodes ago. I think. Yeah, two episodes ago. Oh, no, yes. Because this is yes, 130 and, and the one that we've that we've been, well, you know, because 
it's you know it's time travel so yes. so the one that we've been dealing with lately is 128 and this one is one thirty. oh so yes just, yes yes know, the one for that anyone we just, keeping yeah, score like i literally listened to last night yes okay anyway yes. Oh yeah, and 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 we both do it from time to time, yeah. and and it's just, but it's it's because it's like a product of the way the world is. I don't, I don't think people used to do this. I really don't. No, because, because people... nowadays it's just like, oh my god, heaven forbid, I should have a feeling or an opinion that might offend somebody, because I could get. But the sued. thing is, it might not even offend anyone. But you're immediately your brain is going. You have to make sure they understand exactly where you're coming from. You can't just say something. You have to couch it and all this extra shit because someone might have a feeling. And the thing is, what they're feeling probably has nothing to do with what you're talking about. Because most of this pre-apology shit isn't even doesn't even make sense. Like the stuff I was saying about I'm only telling my own story. Think about anytime someone's telling their own story and they have to keep explaining that they are telling their own story. And it's like, that should be obvious. If I'm telling a story about my life, it should be obvious to anyone listening that I'm not talking about you, whoever you are. I know, but I'm we talking live, about my experience. We live in a society now that wants to be offended. And they want to nitpick. And they want to be super sensitive. And they're going to pick apart with a goddamn ice pick in your heart, in your brain. Yeah. To hurt you as best they can because they're not judging you worthy of being as liberal as them or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And that and that's something that, oh, like... Oh, and it makes me so mad. And And I think a lot of it... It does kind of come from, and I, you know, and the thing, uh, I'm hating myself inside right now because I can't even say what I want to say without doing what I'm talking about. Because any, anything in the extreme, anything to the militant level, even if it's my favorite goddamn thing in the world, even if it's the nicest thing anyone can be, there is a point that's beyond the point. There is yes. a point to where everything can be extended out to the point of being fucking stupid. And people who are more progressive than thou, I'll just say it like that. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like good for you. And, you know, there's a, there's a phrase that ruffles a lot of feathers, even though the phrase itself, there's nothing actually wrong with it because it is actually a thing. And that phrase is virtue signaling and that is i want to make sure that everyone knows how how wonderful i am and how progressive i am and how liberal i am and i'm so i'm going to preface everything i say with well if you know that like if i for example i'll just use this example if i say if i'm let's say i'm giving a statistic if i say something like women earn 70 cents on the dollar compared to men if I make that statement, there are people who are going to go, but what about, but, but what about trans women? But what about women of color? But what about this? I said, I said, women, women includes all of those. And I'm talking generally about women as a whole. I'm not, do, why do I have to, just because I'm talking about a thing, I have to take an extra 20 minutes to talk about every aspect of it 
when I could just move on and make my point, but I'm not allowed to do that because someone's going to go, yeah, but you're not talking about me specifically. And so I'm feeling very hurt. Even though oh. I'm a woman and you said women, I'm going to get upset because you didn't say my name and therefore you're a fucking bitch. And it's like, oh, no, girl, we I used know. to be and, able yeah. to actually have conversations. Yeah. And this is a podcast where you and I talk about our, our opinions and our lives, and yet, so, and that should be understood. Anyone who's listening should understand we are talking from our own point of views about things and ourselves. And yet, we even feel like Pitney said a couple episodes ago. Sometimes we have to be like, okay, before I say it, I'm gonna have to say this, this, and this. And it's like, oh my god, we shouldn't have to imagine. We imagine how much more good content we could cram into a show if we didn't have to. If we didn't have to stop. Apologize and, for every fucking thing we say and every opinion. Yeah, apologize we have, for yes. something we didn't actually even do. Like we didn't actually say something that was harming anyone, and that's not, for example, um, using a slur. And going, oh, grow up. I, I can say what I want. You're just too thin-skinned. We're not talking about that. We're talking about... Oh, no. We're just talking about a thing, and there's nothing actually wrong with what... In, in fact, most of the time, we're saying something good. We're saying something positive most of the time, but we still have to couch it in a bunch of bullshit. And it's like, oh, my God, we all waste so much time pre-explaining and pre-apologizing that... It's like, oh my God, it's like, I, you know, I'm going to tune out before you get to the fucking point. You know, oh, it's like, how, know. how long am I supposed to keep paying attention while you're apologizing to people who aren't here, who haven't, who haven't gotten upset yet? It's like, oh my God, you're, you're not actually saying anything offensive, but you're, you're imagining offended people in the future. Oh, I and know. You're talking and you know, to and I've been dealing like, okay, so recently, okay, there is a video game franchise i'm a big fan of mass effect uh-huh. and anybody that's a mass effect fan knows that the legendary edition is coming out this summer okay. which okay. is the first three mass effect games that are going to be remastered right but that's not okay. what i'm talking about that's not important right mass effect was groundbreaking in the time because i think in the second game it was one, not not the first, but one of the first games that offered homosexual romances in the okay. game. Right. Which is great. Right. But all these people are bent out of shape. Why isn't there more gay romance? Why isn't there more lesbian romance? Why isn't there trans characters? They're reissuing the games as they existed, right? Well, they're no, not. I, but I'm, yeah, I'm talking about now, but I'm talking about even when they came out, you know. So they're so they're complaining about something that happened 30 years ago. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, that's fabulous if there's gay romance, but but you didn't cater to me personally, it and therefore should have been with this character, or it should have been handled this way or that way or the other. But right. it's like the fact that they made an effort. To do right. it, they is did something awesome, that was great. And it was yeah. not like a tokenized, horrible 
thing. It was an honest effort. It was and legit. The thing, yeah. Me being a gay person. Hello. And back in a world when that didn't fucking exist. And me being right. as anti-mainstream morality as you can possibly get. Right. The fact of the matter is, gay people are 10% of the population. That's not very many people. Shut the fuck up. If you have a video game that's in a whole universe and you have 15 main characters in that universe of 100 million people, why the fuck do you think more than one of those people are going to be gay? Right. Right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. The fact that it's even included is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things, because I think about any kind of progress that was made in the past, I'm starting to notice with a lot of, I'll just say people younger than us, because it's hard for me. Everyone looks like a kid to me now. I'm at that age. I'm an old fart. And everyone seems 20 to me. I have no idea how old any of you are. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. But, But like, I have actually heard people talk about like that kind of a situation. But let's say it would be about a book or a movie or whatever. And it was like, say, back in the 80s or, you know, and it and they're saying, well, you know, that's nice. But, you know, they could have done more with it. And it's like, bitch, you weren't there. It, it like it minimizes because progress is generally made in small steps. You know, yeah. it takes a long time and it's not all about waiting for old people to die. It's not always about that. It's about little tiny little wins and you have to appreciate every win you get and every every time you inch forward like yes i would love to jump forward 50 feet but if we only got five feet that's still five feet you know and it's like whenever someone shits on the past because things didn't move fast enough for them during a time when they didn't even fucking live anyway it's like you're literally spitting in the eye of all the people who came before you that everything you enjoy now, it could be so much worse for you now. And all the progress that was made before you fucking got here, you are shitting on the people who got you there. Yes. And it's like, it's like, how about worry about your own shit and what's going on in your world right now? This retroactive bitching about shit. It's like, yeah, if you want to never watch 16 Candles again because Long Duck Dong makes you really fucking uncomfortable, good for you. But you cannot retroactively make that movie not exist. Yeah. You know, it's like, how about worry about if people are being really offensive today? You know, worry about what people are doing today because you can actually have some effect on what's going on in the world now. You cannot make the world better 50 years ago. You yeah, can't. It's I'm happened. The, it's gone. These games I'm talking about, they're not even that old. Well, yeah, but I mean, but things, you know, but things move slowly. We yeah. still have games out there where you can, you know, pay $20 to murder a hooker. 
You know, it's like oh, well, every, yeah. the world still kind of sucks. Worry about what's happening now. You can't yeah. retroactively fix it. And yeah. it's like the yeah. fact that we, yeah. we are being represented respectfully at all is awesome. Yeah. And that yeah. is not settling. That is real fucking life. And right. And the thing that really, really gets me, and I've seen this in... Uh, Mass Effect fandom, Skyrim fandom. I'm just talking video games right now. I'm just talking fandom, but it, it, oh, this goes to a bigger. It's, well, how, how is that different from? But, yeah, it's but this fine. goes to a bigger thing, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's all these guys that are like, "Well, I'm really offended that there's gay romances in there, but I really wanted to fuck Colin, which is a character, right? Oh." Yeah, well, this is, uh, this is not Mass Effect, but this is in Dragon Age. But this is, like, a big thing. Okay. Well, I wanted to fuck Colin. Well, Dragon Age is the same people as Skyrim, It's the same right? pe- No, it's the same Look people. Look at me knowing stuff. It's, no, it's the same people as Mass Effect. Oh, it's Mass Not Effect. the same people as Skyrim. Is there something that's Dragon that's Skyrim? Why am I thinking it's Sky- the Skyrim people? What's the Skyrim people? What, what, what's their other game? Oh, there's dragons in Skyrim. But no, Dragon Age is Bioware, who's the same as Mass Effect. Okay. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought I was being really smart. Uh, never mind. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but we were like, well, I'm really, because I really wanted to fuck Cullen. It was like, Cullen is a straight character. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be all bent out of shape because there's a straight character in a game. Just like in real life, there are straight there's, guys you can't fuck. There's also a gay character in the game that you can right. romance. It's kind of like liking the guy who lives down the street and he ain't gay either, so you can't have his dick either. And it's so awful oh. in this whole thing about nowadays. It's like, well, there's going to be, you know, and there's some, is there, um, the Life is Strange games. Okay. I'm taking your word for it. These fabulous kind of like story-based games where, you know, you just kind of go through this narration. It's sort of like choose your own adventure, right? But it's kind of like a real-life yeah. kind of thing. One of like them. Like Second Life? Is that one of those? Yeah. I've heard of Second Life. Yeah. Okay. But one of them, you know, one of the characters is, one of the main characters is by, And you okay. can go one way or the other, which that's realistic, right? Right. Because it's not every character. Right. And then in the next game, the main character is trans. Wow, that's cool. Fabulous. That's fabulous. Wonderful. Real. Yeah. Oh, but then if you're out in the world, like you're exploring a spaceship. Right. A world, whatever. Oh, and then there's somebody that's obviously trans and then they'll be like, well, that's offensive because we're not like a main character that you can talk to, and that was like set up in an offensive but the, way. But the character in the game, probably based on an actual person that the artist knew. Yeah. Or maybe the artist was that trans person who created a character based on themselves, and then someone else has the nerve to come along and say, well, that character's not realistic when it's based on an actual human. Yeah, and, and, and to me... It's like, but they're not trans in the way that I'm trans, and therefore it's offensive. Oh, that shit drives me crazy. And even as a gay man, that drives me crazy, because I'm like, okay, I'm playing Doom. 
Right. <laughs> Where you're literally going around and shooting, shooting things. Why the fuck am I offended that there's not gay sensibility in them? Why does there need to be? There's nothing about that that needs to be gay. It's a gun that shoots. I don't necessarily like it because it goes against my sexual fantasies. But my <laughs> sexual fantasies are not reality. Well, and that is one of those things, like, like that is true for everyone. Like, no matter who you are, no matter what you like, you don't get to just fuck everyone you're attracted to. No one does. And yeah. it's like, even if, oh, I hope that guy's gay. Oh, he is gay. Oh, he still doesn't want to have sex with me. Well, that's not fair. It's like, well, well, that's, that's called life. You know, it's like, I, uh, yeah, and that's what fantasizing is about. Like, it's not about them. It's about you. You know, and I'm not saying that like, uh, gay people should not be represented. Right. I am not offended if I am not represented in everything I go out and see, because I would be offended if I was made a laughing stock and being called, oh, look at that fucking queer, my fucking faggot, which did right. used to happen, but that doesn't happen anymore. Right. But that right there, take that as victory as it is. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Because then gay becomes mainstreamed. Right. And then there's going to be people that are going to be pissed off. I miss the days when we used to be underground. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's like, I was gay when it was cool. I was gay when gay people weren't normal, you know. But, like, like when you were talking about, you know, so they put a trans character in something, and then someone's going to find a reason to not like that exact character because it's not exactly the way they would have done it. And... I'm just going to grab words out of the air. Like if, if there's a trans character and let's say the person who's observing it is trans, but is also, let's say, asexual and demi-romantic. I don't even remember what demi-romantic means. I don't have a glossary. I'm, I'm still I don't know words. what it means, but I'm sure it's stupid. <laughs> or I'm sure I it's, think well, it's there's, stupid. Well, there's a lot of... There's a lot of words that describe things that are like, um, you mean, oh, you mean like everyone? Well, you know, I, I'm, I, I'll, you know, I am, I'm only interested in having sex with someone that I, that I feel an emotional connection to. You mean like most people? Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I like most that. people won't fuck a stranger. A lot of us will. A lot of us will, but most people would rather you know but i'm going yeah. off on a tangent but like let's say it's like well there's a trans character good for you it's like oh and they're asexual great well what do you mean they're not demi-romantic the way i am boo oh i know <laughs> they're not exactly like me that yeah. is the point where it's gotten to right now and it just makes me want to throw up Oh, my God. And I blame Birch Moon Woman for all of it. <laughs> I want to read. I was going to try and do it from memory, but I can't because I'll fuck it up because there's so many words in this bit. Uh, this is a really old bit by Emo Phillips. He's one of my favorite stand-up comics ever. And this joke, the first time I heard it, it took me so by surprise. And it just became one of my favorite things anyone ever said ever. And it starts off about, you know, I was, I was walking on a bridge and I saw a guy on the bridge and he was about to jump. And I said, 
don't do it. And he said, but nobody loves me. And I said, God loves you. Do you believe in God? And he said, yes. And I said, are you a Christian or a Jew? He said, I'm a Christian. I said, me too, Protestant or Catholic. And he said, Protestant. I said, me too. What franchise? Which I loved that. He said, Baptist. I said, me too. Northern Baptist or Southern Baptist? He said, Northern Baptist. I said, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist or Northern Liberal Baptist? He said, Northern Conservative Baptist. I said, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist Lake Great Lakes region or Northern Conservative Baptist Eastern region? He said, Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes region. I said, me too. Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes Region Council of 1879 or Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes Region Council of 1912. He said, Northern Conservative Baptist Great Lakes Region Council of 1912. And I said, die, heretic! And I pushed him off the bridge. Uh, I know. that, That right there is everything. Oh, yeah. That is what I think of every time somebody cannot take the fucking win. When they, there's some nitpicky detail that makes them go, nope, nope, don't like you because you're not exactly like me. And it's like, oh my God, if everyone was exactly like me, I would hate everyone. The following is brought to you courtesy of the No Phony Podcast Network, home of independent awesomeness. Listen, listeners, I get it. I completely understand. How are we expected to find time to absorb all of the content that we love? There's so many movies, TV shows, music, podcasts, TikTok videos, and of course, let's not forget, books. Well, the Brook Reading Podcast can help you with that. Each week on Brook Reading, I deep dive into books across all genres, highlight the author's biography, and any movie or TV adaptations. I also interview new authors, host many special guests, and tie in tons of supplemental information. Five-star reviewers have said, it's like cliff notes for your ears, or it's what school should have been like. The Brook Reading Podcast is a proud member of the No Phony Podcast Network and can be found on any podcatcher. Also, if you go to www.brookreadingpodcast.com, you can find all the information you need right there. Happy reading! And I think, you know, okay, let's... I, I want to try to imagine the world that the extreme people want the world to be. Like, where they... the utopia that they want... And I really think that nothing, that if, if those people, if you took those, the most extreme people and populated the world with just them, because they are in their minds, the only really good people because the rest of us are trash. The rest of us are trash because we roll our eyes when they talk. And, and of course, how many of them, I'll just say this, how many of them are white people with the white savior complex who are like the, you know, the, the 22 year old white girl who comes in and starts saying, well, you're not, you're not accurately representing women of color. And it's like, well, maybe you might want to shut up and let a woman of color talk. Oh yeah. You know, Mitzi, but you know, but if the world existed and it was only those people, the way they want it to be, nothing would ever get done 
because they would all be spending way too much time over-explaining and pre-apologizing. Like I'm gonna give an I'm gonna give an example. I know I kind of I kind of moved on, but I forgot that I was gonna bring this up earlier, and I really want to talk about it. There's a guy. Everybody, go look on YouTube. His name is Jammy Dodger. He's a trans guy. He's so fucking cute. Oh my god, you guys! And his cute. He's a cute little bisexual trans guy, and his cute little bisexual girlfriend. And she also has a YouTube channel. And sometimes they do videos together, and they're so cute. I want to die. Jamie Dodger, Jamie, recently completed his PhD. And he, he's he been, it's this all this research he's been doing for years. And he's been wanting to talk about it, but he wanted to wait until, until he got everything turned in. And so it was all official. He didn't want to, like, blow it out before his paper was in, right? So he did all this amazing research about sexual arousal in trans I, I think he was focusing mainly on trans men it's hard to say because it's hard for me to even remember what he actually ended up talking about in this video because at least 10 minutes of a like maybe 17 minute video like 10 minutes was spent pre-apologizing and I swear to God he is talking about the research he did and it was like a very it was about sexual arousal and like measurable sexual arousal things in trans men versus cis men versus this you like he he had this whole methodology he had it all planned out and when before he could even begin to talk about what his findings were and i do remember them being very interesting but honestly all i can really remember about the video was how he had to make this big deal about all the things his research was not it was oh. it was basically like i'm doing my research like let's say for example i'm doing my research about my research was all about trans men and he and he laid out this is what it is yeah. and he and so he, now he has to go on for 10 minutes about now just because my research was limited to this that doesn't mean that it is not worthy of research to look into the sexual arousal of trans women or they you know or this or this or this group or that group and it's like oh my Fucking uh, God! That is the society. That's what research is. That Re- is it's, the it's society like, that we're in now. It's like anyone who has ever done actual research, and by research, I don't mean reading a mommy blog. I mean actually doing your own study and coming up with a methodology and a whole thing, and interviewing as many people or having all these actual research subjects. And doing all these tests and things and actual research, like going to school and learning how to do that. You cannot research all aspects of everything in the world simultaneously. You cannot do that. Like even if you're trying, if you're going to test something, you have to test one variable and one variable only. Because if you get a result and you're testing more than one variable, you don't know which variable caused the result? It's like, that's called fucking science. He was doing science. And he, the poor guy had to spend half of his video 
apologizing and pre-explaining for all the things his research wasn't when he shouldn't have spent one second talking about what his research wasn't because his research was interesting and great and it was cool and he did it and it was his work and that's what he should have been talking about not well maybe some of you might want to do research on something else well how about let them come up with that it's not your job to pre-apologize for what you didn't study that's not how this shit works. It made me so upset. It was this guy put all this work in. Oh, and I know, because he was probably terrified that he was going to be attacked by. So, yeah, because he's the sweetest, nicest person. Liberal, yeah. crazy trannies that felt they were not represented, you know. They weren't. Well, how come you didn't research me? It's like, how come you didn't research my specific situation? It's like, because you weren't one of my test subjects. That is the level of stupidity we are in right now in our society. But if you wanted to study those people, and let's say you found a hundred people with exactly that background, and you did research on those people, (laughs) and you presented your findings, but that's the thing. You go to all the trouble to to find to get everything exactly perfect so that you can study those exact things and then you present your findings and it's fucking amazing and no one has ever that's another thing about phd research you can't research shit that someone else has already researched you have to come up with a new thing that's why it's not like you're not doing a book report you're doing your own fucking science so so you do that And you're the first person ever to study this thing and you're going to present your findings. And then Karen over in the corner is like, but what about me? No one's talking to you, Karen. I'm talking about what I did. for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember our awesome friend Melissa from the Brook Reading Podcast? She and Pitney ate herring for good luck on our New Year's Eve live stream, and it was epic. Well, she is celebrating Shakespeare this month, and soon she'll present a fabulous audio drama featuring some favorite scenes from a Midsummer Night's Dream. And I, your old pal Amelia, am playing Snout, which means I'm playing a wall with a hole in it. If you know the play, you know what I mean. I've always wanted to play a piece of architecture, and this is my big chance. So keep your eyes peeled to our social media accounts for details. What do you mean you aren't following us on social media? You really should, you know. Anyway, Shakespeare. 
Midsummer Night's Dream, Mechanicals, Pyramus, Thisbe, Acting! Thank you!